Cause you're hot, then you're cold. You're yes, then you're no. You're in, then you're out. You're up, then you're down. Hey, welcome to After Chef Australia, the Chronicles of Match Chef Australia season 11. We've just wrapped up episode 23, a an elimination challenge. Yes, we did. <laughs> So we started off with a blind taste test, and that was a pretty fair blind taste test because they all had to taste the same thing. It wasn't one after another. And sometimes you get something easy like, uh, you know, a acorn or a, a almond, and then somebody else gets something crazy difficult like some Is fish. Is acorn never... easy? No, I just misspoke. I meant almond. Oh. I don't know what an acorn tastes like. It's mostly horses that eat those, I think, and chipmunks, right? Well, I have chewed one. Really? How was it? Well, it wasn't particularly great, hmm. but I think I would recognize the taste. So yeah, it went from a very simple to a rather complex. Yeah, although, I mean, how can you confuse a prune and a date? Not even close. Well, they're both sticky. Yeah, they're about the same size. But they definitely don't taste the same. But also, how can you not know pad thai? I mean, if they said it's a dish, and it's the smell, the flavor, the texture, it can only be one thing. But yeah, how do you rice confuse rice with noodles, noodles? And cabbage? Yeah, exactly. So Joe confused dates and prunes. That actually doesn't seem as egregious to me as confusing pad thai for whatever she thought it was. Fried rice. Jeez. Now, three of them blew it with uh, black sesame seeds, uh, macaroon. Ma yeah. Well, they said hazelnut. I, that's kind of, I don't know, hazelnut just isn't black black sesame seeds. Uh, uh, but I cannot think of a black sesame seed taste. Is it different than the regular ones? No, I think their sesame seed taste would do fine. You know, but um, they were very specific. They said black. Yeah, yeah. Remember, there's some different ingredients, and in, or ingredients are known by slightly different names down there than you and I might know them by. So I think there's some accounting for that. But they were also black. True, true. But remember, so, they couldn't see it either. So. Yeah, but uh, so I imagine that they can distinguish with how the regular white ones taste how the black ones do could you mm -hmm. you know i'm not sure not sure i could yeah. uh, but i know i wouldn't say hazelnut oh i don't but then again you know we can we're sitting there watching it at home <laughs> we're not under those hot lights and sometimes you just blink and cannot recall yeah we've seen that happen so uh simon kyle ben steph and joe all get sent into uh the final the second stage of the elimination which is a free cook. They they don't have to make up some story to shoehorn their dish into anything. It's just a free cook. Yeah. Right? And three of them made crummy dishes. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what that sense to me is that none of those three people, they ain't going to win MasterChef. They're just waiting for their turn to go home. Sorry. Yeah, but I feel like the free cook has become more and more popular in MasterChef, and it throws off people more than you would think. You would think that they have recipes lined up, it throws but it off, doesn't yeah. seem to be the case. Well, it throws off the weaker chefs. We're still at the phase now where we've got a lot of weak chefs, and we, we saw three of the weakest, um, Joe, Kyle, and Ben, all weak. I mean, 
I don't know what uh, Joe was thinking. I mean, look, you can't. He can't make the pasta. He doesn't have the patience to get it through the roller um, enough times or no, correctly. No. And then when it comes time to fill the things, so stingy with that filling. I'm you could not barely sure. see yeah, it. Yeah, he, why well, he was so stingy, but I think the mistake he made was added more eggs than he should have, which is what he mentioned that he's gonna add more eggs than the pasta that was the winner of or that was highly praised in the team challenge. Yeah, I also think he probably didn't let the, the pasta dough rest enough. Uh, that would contribute to that problem as well. It needs a little bit of resting time. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, but just, you, okay, putting aside struggling with the, the dough because maybe the humidity in the room was off or something. Yeah. To not fill those things, to just pump them full of that delicious ricotta and pineapple. which my head. worked out great. Yeah, they came out great. It's just... The sign of somebody who is not going to go very far in this competition. Um, ben also, um, you know, his criticism of how he handled the prawns, just, it could have been him or Kyle. Kyle just really screwed up. And look, he's a pescatarian. You have a free cook. Why are you making pork, buddy? Yeah, but, you know, Kyle had a good dish in mind. If he, it had worked, he would have been on the top and would have been safe Ben on the other hand that was his dish he presented it though everything worked out or yeah it accomplished what he wanted it accomplished what he wanted or how he envisioned the dish so I don't know I feel like I would send Ben home and keep Kyle just because Kyle had a good vision for the dish well, they can't. They can't operate based on well, what your vision they do. is. Well, but sometimes they do. Uh, uh, it's rare, and it's. I mean, they have to judge them by what's on the plate. And they used the word "horrible" for Kyle's pork. They didn't yeah. say anything else that they ate was horrible. They criticized uh, the way Ben cleaned his um, his shrimp or presented it. Uh, you know, and they thought the sign ball was interesting, but it, it, there's no shortage of chefs who've gone home on that show because their reach exceeded their grasp. And that's what happened to Kyle. And I mean, again, this is pretty low-end stuff. You just cook some pork, right? And he, was, and he wasn't sure that he had enough time from the get-go. He did not know if he was going to be able to cook in 35 minutes. And he still did it. Yeah, well, I mean... I mean, play safe, well, play smart. Aren't here. we all in agreement, though? There's some chefs who, you know, they're just waiting for their week to go home. They're never contending. Yeah. And we know that Joe is on that list and Kyle is on that. Well, oh, no, Ben is on that I list. I mean, I'm a bit hesitant to say that because sometimes they do exceed and do very well because they learn from their mistakes and they're, you know, a fast turnaround. Yeah, you get somebody like Brent from season six, but that's so rare. I mean, I, I just look at these guys, and, you know, they've not been featured very much. Yeah. Every All the attention's been on, like, folks like Stephanie over and over again, and, uh, you know, a handful of other people who are favorites. Um, I but, guess that should be telling, because yeah. the only time Remember Blake, Blake was <laughs> featured was on the disastrous dish he presented. Yep. Uh, so, but uh, we, we've uh, belabored that point of how delicious did Stephanie's dish look? Oh, it was very good. Mm, star anise ice cream and that oh that short tart and I, that's that's the dish I really 
So far this season, I've been pretty underwhelmed. I have not been impressed by any chefs the way I have been in previous seasons. And last season, I thought, well, I'm really not impressed. This season, it's even more boring. Like, there's nobody here if they opened up a restaurant that I've seen of them so far that I'd really want to go, except maybe Tati. Oh, Sandeep. And maybe Sandeep. Really okay, Tati and Sandeep. Last but they're few episodes. I mean, they said best dish, best yeah. two dishes this season. Yeah, but they're they're sort of in that category of um one specific kind of food. Oh, but that's what you want to go to a restaurant for. Mm, go no, to a I like specific restaurant. Well, I, I like uh, avant-garde uh, stuff. I like that cutting edge. I guess I don't know what they call it down in Australia, but like New American, where it's just really inventive and thoughtful and the flavors. But you know, look, we used to live in a neighborhood where there was our favorite place to go was Mama's Fried Chicken because <laughs> it was just good. It wasn't anything new or different. And I, I kind of see. Um, some of Tati's dishes and some of Sandeep's dishes as being basically really good executions of well-known dishes. And it, I don't know, it just, there were so many dishes I remember seeing in past seasons where I was like, wow, that's really cool. Wow, I want to write that recipe down to try it. That hasn't happened a single time this season. Although it did happen with Stephanie's the caramel walnut tart with... Uh, but that's not too inventive. I mean, yeah, but at least it looks so good. Because the flavors I, that work. Yeah. And I think Sandeep is also... In the field where he delivers on the flavors that work. Yeah, I just, I don't know, because I actually, now that I remember, I used to watch, I remember I'd watch it with, like, on my computer, and I'd have notepads, little, the in, on, on-screen notepads open, just writing down stuff that seemed really cool that I want to try, techniques or stuff. None of that this season. None of that last season. Well, maybe you have seen it all. <sighs> maybe I'm just getting old. And, I don't know. Maybe that's on the that note. Well, on that note, I do want to say... I am on Team Walid. He's been completely uh, underexposed uh, on the show. But He's hanging in there. For a reason, he screwed up Team Challenge. Not really. Yes, he missed the star ingredient, pistachios. He said star niece. Well, God knows what reason. Oh, wait, oh, you're going all the way back to that long, long ago. Yeah. No, no, no. So he's marked. No, 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 no. You have... Look, if Abby can recover from that, and she certainly has, I think Waleed certainly can, by not having been told clearly what the ingredient no, was. No, 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 she did tell, tell him uh, clearly. All right, look, if Abby can recover from that, and we've agreed she has, look, I am rooting, for, I'm on Team Waleed. I'm totally on Team Waleed. But has he delivered something that really has impressed you? Well, apparently, he knows Pad Thai, he knows Black Sesame Seed, and he knows Dates. Well, so did three more people. Right, right. But I, I like I said, I just want to see more Walid. Okay. Even in the tastings, like in, in the, whatever the, the uh, invention tests, they completely speed through him or they don't show him at all. And I just don't, I don't know, man. I feel like he's a big dude. People don't, people think he can't cook because he looks like he's a big bodybuilder guy and well, uh, he gets so, pigeonholed. Because, uh, like Tim... Right, was really featured at the beginning, and now he's sliding through, and we don't see or hear from him at all. I think yeah. he goes through phases, and well, there's only so much they can cover on it yeah. on any given week, and we're still on episode 23, and there's probably going to be 60. I mean, some seasons there's been, as, I think they've even reached 80. It's a podcast. She's making the gesture to wrap it up, but it's a podcast. There's no <laughs> rush. We have no time limit. It's not like. Uh, Fox News or something where you you know you've got your 15 seconds to make a point and that's it um, 
Okay, that's the show. That is the show. What do we say at the oh um like and subscribe, write a review, do the thing. I can't ever get it right. Please like and subscribe and write a written review. It really helps us find new listeners. Oh, also our special uh, former contestant will have to join us next weekend, not this weekend because of timing issues. But that gives you even more time to get your questions in. Uh, any kind of question you've ever had for a guest about behind the scenes, please email AfterChefAustralia at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at AfterChefAU. And uh, thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>